Chat on This are a series of conversations designed to be thought-provoking, informative, and offer an empowering approach towards well-being for your family. Brought to you by Advanced Health Chiropractic. Well, hello again, and welcome back to Chat on This. Now, I hope some of you, many of you, had listened to last week's episode, which was a very busy episode, because we were talking about the busy brain. What we meant by that is when we have a busy brain often means that our nervous system is locked into fight or flight. And this is not conducive to a healthy, happy, vibrant child. This often happens because the body has been overwhelmed due to different stressors that the body hasn't been able to adapt to at that time and results in the behaviors that often parents talk to us about Things like the child that's constantly sick, that constantly has a cold, or the asthma flare-ups, or the gut issues. It could be a child that is struggling at school, that really struggles to sit still, might be labelled the clown in the class, or maybe the naughty child, when actually they've been struggling with a busy brain, and they're just simply not able to attend in class because of that interference happening at that nervous system. It could well be the child that is just not able to regulate its emotions, and we see this all too often. It could be a tantruming toddler through to a teenager that's uh, anxious, withdrawn, depressed. And it's really sad, and we feel huge um, gratitude that we get to work with these beautiful families every day as chiropractors. And we would just love to shift it so that people can realize that actually a busy brain Um, can really be switched into a brain where there's a whole lot more ease and that child can start to thrive once again in life. And that's, in a nutshell, what we talked about last week. Today we've got a really exciting example to share with you, which really demonstrates the shift that can occur with a child, um, in this case it's a teenager, who was really demonstrating massive signs of that busy brain, what we saw and how that changed over a relatively short period of time. So Lydia, lead us in. Tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about this particular example. I would love to, and such a great explanation you just gave of a busy brain. And I think it's so important for us to remember, and we talk about it so much in the practice, that it is normal to experience, you know, a variance of emotion or different feelings. And it is normal to have little health expressions like coughs and colds, but it isn't normal to be stuck in those. And that's when we see a lot of our families reaching out for help. Um, And funny enough, that is not why this family reached out for help. They actually, although having all of that going on themselves, they didn't know that chiropractic could play a vital role in helping them. And instead, they came to the practice because this particular teenager had actually experienced an injury. And the really cool thing was, the more we got to know them throughout that initial visit the more we could unpack, okay, this family has also been given an ADD diagnosis and an ADHD diagnosis. Um, There were hearing difficulties. There was all sorts of anxiety. There was huge, huge fear and panic about public spaces, about going to school. And simply life as a regular teen was not possible. Now, although the family were carrying all of that, like I said before, they just had no idea yet how much chiropractic could play a role in their family moving forwards. 
So we started to dive a little deeper. We went into the history. We looked at the pregnancy. We looked at the birth. We looked at those formative years like we talked about last time. And then we got to take our scans, which are the highlight, always the highlight of those visits. Um, and our, so our initial plan really was to meet and understand this family and their needs. And once we have their scans, we can understand a whole lot more about why they're experiencing what they are. So Katie, could you tell us a little bit about what it is the scans could tell us about that child's nervous system? Absolutely. The first scan we did was the heart rate variability. And that very simply put is a measure of whether that child is revving their engine, has that busy brain, stuck in fight or flight, or perhaps the opposite, where they're completely exhausted in quite a distressed state because of previous long-term fight or flight issues, or potentially what we're looking for is that they sit in that perfect ideal zone. In this particular case, it was so clear. This child was stuck very much um, to the left of the scan, which definitely means they're in that fight or flight. That brain is having all sorts of busyness. They really are not able to operate in a optimal way at all. Learning, very difficult. Uh, mood, you know, anxious, um, uh, depressed even. Uh, immune system compromise, all sorts of things we would expect when we see a scan that's far over to the left like that. The second scan is the surface EMG and that lets us know how those postural muscles are behaving. In this particular case, we could see lots of color on that scan. That color indicates that that brain is just being bombarded with information, which is very difficult for the brain to have that much input at one time. It then has to try and process it, that information and then give a, an appropriate behavioral response. So we don't really want to see a lot of color on that surface EMG scan, which we did in this case. The third scan was the thermal scan, and this was really helpful for us because it helped to pinpoint exactly where and that the interference is and how that was affecting that central nerve system. From there, um, what did we notice? We noticed a lot. Um, the, the scans were able to, I think, put the pieces together for the family about why it was all related. So when we are stuck with that accelerator on, we're revving our engine, like Casey just described, and like the scan showed us they were in this particular time, it just makes sense that you're not going to sleep well because you are on high alert. You are driven by your fight or flight, adrenaline, cortisol, those types of responses. So sleep, you know, kind of falls to the wayside a little bit. It also makes sense that being in a really overstimulating, loud, noisy environment with lots of people, such as a school assembly or being out at a mall or a concert or something like that, that becomes very stressful and almost impossible for some people who are stuck in this state because that noise stimulation and those um, we talked about the five or the seven senses in our last episode all of those just get completely amplified so this busy brain which is already so frantic and working so chaotically just to try and get our child through their day-to-day -day life is now having to process a whole lot more information as well. And so that's simply overwhelming and they can't do it. So what that meant for this family was less time at school. There was a large amount of sick days or off days. There was um, not able to complete full weeks, let alone full terms. Um, 
as we went through the care plan though, so they were put onto a very specific care plan, which really is a schedule of care. How frequently or how often are we seeing this family getting that nervous system adjusted so that their body and their brain can start to regulate in a more balanced and more efficient way? So once we started to do that, the things we saw were incredible. They were coming back and telling us, you know, suddenly there's less panic attacks happening and they're actually able to enjoy school and want to go to school and they don't have that handbrake on that's actually stopping them from getting out of the car. Um, sleep improved, immune system, and even the child themselves described them described themselves as feeling resilient for the first time ever. They were able to focus, they were able to sit their exams, they were able to study for their exams, and suddenly they enjoyed learning. So just imagine what it must have been like going through all of these school years, um, trying to learn, trying to study, trying to be involved in the classroom when that busy brain is exactly that. It is so, so busy. So after a period of time, we take the scans again because we want to do a little bit of a check-in to see, okay, what is the brain doing now and how is that nervous system functioning? Because that will set our plan going forward. So now we've got these in front of us. Katie, do you want to explain what it is that we saw at the first rescan with this family. And this is extraordinary because the first rescan happens fairly quickly after we start care. And what we saw in the HRV or the heart rate variability scan where we had seen the gas pedal completely on or the car revving its engine, the busy brain, we now saw that um, this individual was now back into, starting to be back into that optimal zone, which was a really big shift back. Uh, the second scan, the surface EMG, barely any color anymore so less noise to that brain the brain is now able to uh, respond appropriately um, as it perceives its environment the third scan showing the um, any interference that might be existing in that central nerve system again a completely different pattern showing that that whole nerve system is starting to adapt and that it's far more resilient. So it really was an extraordinary case. Um, mm -hmm. However, in saying that, it's not, it, it, it's certainly the norm to see this kind of change, but it's nice to be able to share this. Yeah, um, and that family is still here. They're now here for just their regular wellness care. They have seen where they've been, they know how it feels and they know what life is like with a well-adjusted, well-functioning brain and nervous system. So. They are part of our AHC family now, I guess we should say. Um, do you have anything more to add, Katie, before we wrap this one up? Not at all. I think um, it's, it's wonderful to see results like this, but I think what really speaks true to our hearts is to be able to see the shift in this beautiful, beautiful teenager and how much their life can change. And they had become used to the way of that, that you know, they, that, that was normal. Mm. They hadn't even sought care for that. Uh, imagine the shift that can happen in all those other families. Yeah, because there's a lot out there. Um, well, stay listening for next week's episode. Um, if you do have a teenager, we're going into seven signs of stress in teens that you can look out for at home. Excellent, see you then.